0: class go and to their room and we're going to get our bibles and open up to the book of proverbs proverbs 20 who loves the book of proverbs hallelujah amen anybody didn't say amen you got to read it i'm gonna tell you you'll love it (laughs) hallelujah appreciate my brothers and sisters everything that's already been said sadly i was talking to a family member here kind of uh uh somewhat distant family member and uh, been in church really all their lives been in going to church and a part of church and they said we're having a kind of a study I guess you'd call it a bible study. They were looking in a book that was passed out to them and uh they asked me to talk about it a little bit to them and the book was about hearing the voice of God, hearing god in in different ways and his direction and influence and and as they began to talk to me, they, they said, this is something new for me, something I don't understand, something I I hope and I can learn about. And I said, uh, you've been in church all these years and the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. I, and and I, I laid, I was excited that they were interested in knowing what this meant, but I said, you know." You, your your pastor needs to be helping you hear from God. You go to church for all your life and and you're leaning on him to have direction and wisdom and a word fitly spoken and and uh, but there's a whole lot more to it than that. Amen. I say, can you imagine me saying that I have a friend and and I'm so close to them and I we just uh, my best friend I've ever had and but. Uh, I talk to them all the time, but they just never talk to me. I Have some questions about your friendship. Right. Praise God. I'm so thankful today that we can hear his voice. And that's my prayer. That's my prayer. Let's pray. God, we love you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for, Lord, all you're doing, God. And, Lord, I pray you would give us ears to hear what your spirit would say. Lord, thank you for loving each one of us, God, and desiring your best, Lord, even in the difficulties, even in the battles. You've got a plan, God, to draw us closer to you and to work in us and through us for your glory. We love you. Have your way, Lord. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Proverbs twenty verse six says, Most men will proclaim every one his own goodness. And they didn't even know what social media was. Every most men will proclaim every one his own goodness, but faithful man. Who can find? God bless you, you can be seated. It's not just about what you say about you. It's who you really are. It's your character. Amen. We uh, are familiar. So often I hear it quoted or paraphrased in some way that uh, 1 Corinthians ten thirteen says, There's no temptation taken you, but such is common to man. And we understand and hear very often how that God's not going to allow you to to really face anything that he won't enable you to get through it. Amen. It doesn't mean that it's not going to be difficult. It doesn't mean that you're not going to face the trials, the tests, the walls, the 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 armies of the enemy. But with that temptation, he's always going to give you a way of escape. It is more, let me say, it's more than just saying, are you hearing me this morning? It's more than just saying, oh, God, you're not going to give me more than I can bear. But there is an understanding there that the battles are going to come. But be sensitive to God on how he's going to direct you in the time of battle. You're not just going to sit back and be sad and be beaten down and say, God, you know, my limitations. And it seems like maybe I want to remind you that you know my limitations, so please be careful how much you put on me. Amen? But it's going to be in those battles, in those struggles, in those, in those challenges that we look for the direction of God. Right. But I want to tell you in all that, that has given so many people comfort and, and uh, hope in time of trouble, that I think the most important part of that promise, the very most important part of that verse is often overlooked we're looking at the fact that hey the battle's going to be tough but it's not going to be too tough it's not going to exceed my ability that god is going to give me but let me read it to you here it says that there is no temptation taking you but such as common to man but god is faithful that's right. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above all you can, that ye are able, but with the temptation also make a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it. A lot of good things in that, yes, sir. but the fact that God is faithful is really what that verse is all about. That when you don't have the strength, when you don't have the ability, when you feel like the everything is just being shaken in your life and the foundation seems to be unsure, remember God is faithful. Now, what does that mean to you, All right. that God is faithful? Think about it. God is faithful. Interesting thing about people, right. us. Yeah. A lot of times we look at the Word of God, we uh, know that there are things in there, and we kind of sometimes prioritize what we think are really good attributes compared to, yeah, that's that's important. Right. And just with that tone, you're thinking, yeah you don't really think it's important right. We do that with sin a lot of times. oh, that's a, that's a bad one. That's a bad sin. Right. Right. Usually, that's a sin of people where we we're, we're just uh kind of secretly judging anyway. All right. But you know the, the sins of uh, uh, of our 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 own pet sins are uh, the things God's trying to wake you up to, the things that maybe are in the people that you're you care about, and you say, "Ah, oh, come on." Yeah, you know, that's not that big of a deal. And we kind of have this hierarchy of, right. of righteousness and unrighteousness. And sometimes I really feel uh, I'm not going to beat around the bush with this. Uh, I, I feel like we're way off. Right, right. I feel like sometimes we don't recognize what's really valuable, yeah. what's really important. We, we have sometimes just kind of uh, feel like that, that some things that are so important really, but the faithfulness of God. The faithfulness of God is so foundational, which is probably the best word for it because you can build on a foundation that's faithful. You'll see over and over and over again the idea of, you know, the wise man that hears the word and does the word is obedient. A doer is like a man that has built his house upon a rock because the storms will come. And the rains will come and the winds will, will come. The, the, the perilous times are, are gonna happen. But when you have that foundation on a rock that no matter what happens, that you can be stable, solid, amen. That's the faithfulness of God. That's the faithfulness of God's word. That you can recognize that no matter what tomorrow's headlines may read, God's going to be the same. That no matter what is popular today, what the community, the culture deems as acceptable or unacceptable, that God is going to remain the same. That He is not going to... You don't have to wonder, oh no, things are going upside down. I wonder what God's going to be like. I wonder what God thinks. When things are are very tough when you look at jesus in scripture when everybody's walking out the door he doesn't change when people are threatening to stone him he doesn't change when it's time that they're bringing false accusation against him and crying out crucify him he doesn't change when his friends uh, seem like they uh, are 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 not really understanding exactly what is what he's talking about, it doesn't change. Amen. It's not a popular opinion. It's not taking a poll. Right. Amen. It's just this is right. This is who I am. This is what I stand for. This is what I hate. This is who I am. And no matter what the winds are doing that day, praise God and the change that is going on in the community. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. He's faithful. Yes. You can put your confidence in Him. Amen. No matter what may change, no matter what times may do, and there and what is uh, important or, or or popular in this day, Jesus Christ and what He stands for is what He will stand for. Yeah. Right. And that's one so important understanding of how we can put our confidence in God. Sadly, you know, church has just uh, kind of come up with a way that people are confused. You know, what what kind of flavor Christian are you? Right. What kind of uh, what uh, what are you comfortable with? Right. What do you think is right? right. What's uh, what's what, what do you think? Uh, what do you believe in? When you get down to the word of God and just say, God, you be true and uh, lead me into truth. I want to stand and God on that firm foundation of your faithfulness. It means that in bad times and inconvenient times when you're threatened, you're for that your comfort level is going to be drastically changed. You're still going to just he's still good. Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man, right. a faithful woman, who can find? Yeah. The exciting thing, can I say, about being a child of God is that we are born again and and uh, we become a new creation. We become a new cre- creature in Christ, and, and those old things pass away, and, and, and behold, all things become new. His spirit now dwells in you. That's His character, yes. that's His nature. Who he is, he molds us into his image. Amen. So God's people, I don't know if I would ask you, what do you think is an important character trait when you're calling yourself a Christian? Sadly, a lot of people say, what's character have to do with it? Everything. Everything. It's not just about what you can say, that you can proclaim your own goodness. What you are. Amen. Let me say it this way. Your values. What is important to God is now important to you. You now share his values. And you can proclaim. Hey, I love righteousness. I love truth. I love I, I love living according to the word of God. But the question is faithfulness is not just proclaiming your own goodness. It's not just saying, and uh, what's really important to me is this. But when you are put to the press, right. what kind of decisions do you make? All right, Are you faithful? See, saying that I believe this, I love this, this is right. If you're not doing it, you're not right. Can't disagree with all that. But the question is, when you're tired and grumpy, all right. did your values change? When you're going through a dilemma that may change your comfort level if you make the right or wrong decision, do your values change? All those things you said mean everything to you. The Bible says, buy the truth and sell it not. Your character, the stability of being faithful, means that when things get tough, I'm not saying you have... Never made a mistake. I'm not saying that you've never stumbled, but your values of what is what is right and what is true. Amen. That you're going to stand in that when times get tough, when the pressure's on. Before Pentecost, before Acts 2, Peter said, I'd die before I'd walk away from you. Deny I know you. But Jesus had prophesied that this is going to happen. No, no, I'll die before that. And everybody else said, yeah, us too. Right. How many times have you heard it said, how, how true is it? Words are cheap. Amen. It's easy to say the right thing when you're not being tested. Right. Amen. Faithfulness. Faithfulness means you, 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 it's that integrity, really. It's being, being who you are, that put me in a in a good situation with everybody patting me on the back and saying, "Man, we really care about you. Your values are the same. You love Jesus. You're walking with Him. Uh, his values are still your values. And and when you're getting in around what might be peer pressure, you still love Jesus. When Things go different way, and everything is against you. And you're in a situation where everybody is doesn't love Jesus, Or they just are saying you, you don't understand that, that none of that matters. That doesn't that doesn't have anything to do with it. And and uh, you know you don't want to cause any trouble. I'm not talking about causing trouble. I'm just talking about being real, yeah, being faithful to God. 1 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, it's talking about ministry, but I believe it applies to every single one of us, the context of it. I'm very careful, try to be very careful, not pull things out of context, try to use them in something that has no no reason to be used in a way that I might seem like it should fit my thought. But there are principles in the word of God that we can apply. Yes, and there is a principle here that is being directed toward ministers of the gospel. But he calls us stewards because everything we're given, everything we have has been given to us. And God says, okay, I'm going to give you the, the, the word of God, the gospel, the truth going to give you an opportunity, an open door to be able to proclaim that to my people. So you're a steward. Everything you have in your position has been given to you. And he says, verse two of first Corinthians four, moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. He is saying, preacher, the church isn't yours. Those aren't. Your people, they're my people. They're not your sheep, they're my sheep. Amen. That's my flock. That's that's the people I shed my blood for. Amen. Those are my children. That's my bride. Amen. They better not come back with a with a broken nose and a black eye because you had a bad day. They better not hallelujah somehow come back and find out find out that that uh, you are more Interested in lifting yourself up than lifting me up. That's, that's my church. I'm the head of that church. I paid for it with my own blood, the book of Acts says. So he said, I've given you a stewardship. Your your calling, your position is a stewardship to take what I've given you and be faithful with it. But aren't we all stewards? Your family, God's given that to you. If you're married, your husband, your wife, that's God's child. Your children, praise God. They're God's. God loves those children. Amen. Your finances and and your possessions. God's allowed you. God's given you that ability to take what he has blessed you with. Your health and your time. Praise God. Your job. Aren't you thankful if if you're employed, that you have a job, that you can meet those needs? And The Bible says that that's a blessing from God. God opened that door. God answered that prayer. God made that way. So understand if God has given these gifts and given these uh, places in our lives, whatever your role or your calling may be, and some of us may still just be developing that or, or or trying to to find that in our lives but wherever god has has blessed you to be we are stewards as well that's right, right. that i hope when you pray you say god i wouldn't have any of this if it wasn't for you i would i would uh, I, I can't imagine what i'd be without these blessings don't forget the blessings of god in your life when you're getting kind of complainy, remember god's been good to you Amen. But let's look at this verse again. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Can I tell you what judgment day is? A word that you know some words that just kind of uh, make us uncomfortable sometimes. But if I can put this just so simple and so plain, God's got to look at His children and say, "What have you been doing with my stuff?" Hello, what have you been doing with with the people, my people that I've I've put in your path? What have you been doing with the things that I gave you? You remember the 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 parable of the talents? He said, I'm going to give you 10, give you five, give you one. It's his business. Don't don't waste any time just wondering why you just, just get busy. There's another parable where everybody gets the same in that. And I think in some aspects, they're absolutely both correct in, in what God does. But the bottom line is he's going to be coming back and say, what did you do with what I gave you? Yeah. Right. I, I, didn't, I didn't just micromanage you. But, you know, I was wondering why you didn't call and just say, hey, is this a good idea before I spend this, before I do this, before I... Hello? Right. So... God's going to look at us and say, you know what, I, I've given you, I've, I've blessed you, I've, I've entrusted you with a family, with health, with time, with finances, with, with relationships. But I have a plan and a purpose that's still, still mine. I I want you to be faithful with it. I just want to be able to trust you with it that my values are your values and that when times get tough that you don't compromise my values to make it easier or just because you can or just because you're not feeling it today. Luke 16 talks about that stewardship and it talks about something that we really just see through a glass darkly like first Corinthians uh, 13 tells us that we kind of get a glimpse. We don't really know all about it, but this is again kind of referring to judgment day and looking at what's going to be happening, how God sees it. This is something that we don't recognize sometimes we're thinking well i didn't really royally blow it and sin and backslide so i ought to be able to get in i said i'm sorry every time i constantly failed and and, and you know what god's god's just gonna uh, you know save me because you know that's what he does and that's what i like there's a lot more to it than that yep. luke 16 jesus is saying in verse 10 he that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much, and he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. If therefore ye have not been faithful in unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? Now, there's a lot bigger passage there coupled with a a, uh, a parable that really causes a lot of problems with people, but let me just cut to the chase here and give you the bottom line. God's saying, I- I've got something over there for you that I'm f- basically filling positions. I want to give you my kingdom. I want to give you eternal life. And I've got a place for you in that. But if you can't handle what I give you faithfully yes. here on earth, why would I give you more? All right. Amen. Yeah. If all you do is is selfishly take all the blessings that I've given you and you have no concern over the values that I've placed in you and that it just seems like when things get tough, you're a different person. When things get rough, I can't rely on you. I can't count on you to take the stuff that I've given you, amen, and still be faithful with it, amen, then why do you think you're entitled to be given eternal riches? All right. All right. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what's going through your mind right now as far as how to apply this personally, but I'm, I'm talking about faithfulness. What, what does it mean for, for me to consider my wife a faithful wife? All right. What does it mean? How important is that? For her to consider me faithful. Right. Amen. Yes, I would say probably one of the most important things. Right. It has much more understanding of just, of just maybe adultery. But the games that can be played and the, the emotional value of commitment. Amen. Yes, sir. Faithfulness. Faithfulness. That I have no question who this person is when I'm out of town. And she's not scared to death when I'm around different people. Then I'm not the same person I am in her presence. Amen. Amen. That if bad enough circumstances come down the pike, that I'm not really sure who she's going to be. Amen. That if situations get bad and that idea that people say so quickly for better or for worse, if worse, God forbid, would come, what kind of person am I going to be? Amen. Is there a fear that right now everything's good, but what if things start shaking in a bad direction? Amen. Faithfulness. The Bible has a lot of thoughts about what it means to be a faithful servant. That God's saying, I've got a plan for you. I've got a purpose for you. I want to be able to rely on you. Right? Yeah. You're going to have to get from here to there. <laughs> you're going to have to get from where you are right now, and you're going to go through some things. Can I count on you? All right. Can I rely on you? You say, Brother, I'm weak. I understand that. But we rely on His strength. Yeah, amen. There's a way. Get strength and still be faithful when you're hurting. When when you feel like everything's gone wrong, you can be faithful. You can say, God, I don't know. I don't feel like I've accomplished a lot. I feel like I've I've met a lot of adversity that was beyond my control. But were you faithful? I didn't go looking for these problems. I didn't expect every people to turn their back on me. Didn't expect all the hurt that I've expect that I've received. I didn't expect people to, to walk away from me. But were you faithful? Right. Right. Could God count on you? Right. All right. Could he rely on you? Oh, yeah. right. You know, we, we're living in a day when faithfulness is certainly not a top priority in people's lives. Not only with uh, relationships, but also you know, uh, you talk to anybody who's managing or running a business and ask them how how easy it is to fill positions, <laughs> how easy it is. People, places are shutting down. Say, what's going on? Well, I hired somebody. I have no idea where they are. They never showed up. All right. yeah. Did they have a good reason? I don't even know. Right. Right. I don't even know. I can't count on them All right. to just be a, say, well, you know what? Sometimes you face trouble. Yeah, you just say, hey. Got some problems here. What do I do now? All right. It's what God's looking for. Yeah. Exactly. Amen. Yes, sir. It's important as a child of God to be faithful. Yes. Amen. I appreciate brothers and sisters in church that I can say, you know, somebody says, where's, uh, where's brother so-and-so? Where's sister so-and-so? I, I, I can't, I, I can't, are, are they, are they still living for God? Are they, is there a problem? Should we be praying for them? I'm thankful that I can say, hey, listen, here's, here's what they went, here's what they're doing, here's, we're praying for them, or they, 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 they had some things to be done. And because we rely on each other. We need that faithfulness around us in the, in the community and reliability. Can you imagine how important it is in, uh, in a lot of the scenarios, the, 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 the types and shadows of the Bible talks about being a soldier, a soldier is someone something i've been thinking about quite a bit here soldier is someone that has said i am going to take these values going to take these priorities and place them above my own life yes. that when i am pressed to a point that i may lose my life i am going to stand faithful isn't the uh the motto of the the marines semper fi always faithful to be able to say you know what when i'm under fire i'm going to stand for what i've always stood for when when i can be taken captive i'm going to stand for what i've always stood for when I, my brother or my sister is in trouble i'm going to stand for what i've been called to do amen the church should not be any different the church should have a, an ability to say you know what i got into this god i need a lot of training but i tell you what I, i'll be what you what you help me to be amen I'll be everything, God, you called me to be. In my home, with my family, with my children, as a Christian on the job. In the church with my brothers and sisters. I want them. That same commitment that a husband, a wife might have. Amen. That children might look at me and say, hey, I'm telling you what, we've been through some times and and we've been happy and we've been not so happy. But you know what? There's a stability. And a faithfulness yes. that I don't have to just wonder, I wonder if this is a the day they're, that they're not going to be here. Right. Right. That dad doesn't come home. Right. That dad's finally just went off the deep end and just lost his mind. And because never was quite sure, he just was convinced that those values are strong enough. Not that he didn't say it, not that he didn't proclaim it, but when pressure's on, he's a different person. When pressure's on, you never know what's going to happen. That that brings an instability to everybody around you, to the to the team. Amen. And as a church in this last day, hear me now. We're talking about end time struggles and difficulties, battles that we're facing. Looking at reaching out to a world and people that Need help. It's not enough. It's not enough for for one or two people to be excited about a soul that needs needs help, needs set free. Amen. Right. Right. Needs victory in Jesus. Needs stability in their lives, and and, and for for real revival, for real effectiveness. There needs to be a team working together that says, you know what, this part and that part of the body of Christ is working together, fitly compacted together, effectively working that 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 that, that so delicate of a soul that has been hurt and misled and, and maybe abused and and has so many trust issues and has some and maybe maybe you would, too if you just walked a mile in their shoes but but they could come and 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 somebody said uh, to be able to feel like they're safe amen and not not be able to go around say hey hey this one really seems like they're they're uh they're solid and steadfast and and sold out and real but i I i don't know sometimes it seems like somebody else is a little bit more about them than really being able to help me be saved because i'm so lost all right to be faithful to be a faithful part of what God is doing in His kingdom, yeah. Jesus, Jesus told us that if you're faithful in the least, yeah. see, it's, it's, there's a principle here in, in the Bible that a lot of people miss. Uh, a very somewhat obscure Bible verse it says, an, uh, "A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways." Yeah. See, instability, a lot of people might say, well, I might be a little unstable here. I might not be really faithful here, but you can count on me over here. God says, no, I can't. Right. Right. It's not. There's no such thing as being faithful, unfaithful in a little bit, but faithful. If God, if you really gave me this, if you really did this, then I'd be faithful. God says, no, you wouldn't. Right. You're not a faithful person. Right. You either are or you aren't. Let yes. right. like me say, honey, I, I am 95% faithful. And you know what her reasonable response would be? You're 100% unfaithful. And there's no percentage of faithful. You either are what you are when things get difficult or you're not. At home, at church, on the job, it doesn't change. God is faithful. He puts his faithfulness in us. We're not just trying. We're filled with His Spirit. These are incredibly um, end time scriptures. Matthew 24 talks about the same thing. Talking about the idea of when you've finished your course. And now you stand before the Lord. Matthew twenty four forty two says, Watch therefore, be aware of what's going on around you. Yeah, amen. Watch means to be awake, really, in its most simple form. They would have somebody, a watchman, to watch the city. There would be guards on the by the city gate and on the city wall. They were watchmen, and they called the different times through the night the watch. It'd be three hour segments and, and there would be the first watch, the second. It was when they would stay awake and stay alert right. and look around and make sure that they could could see the danger up ahead before it was too late. Because if they were snoozing on the job, people could die. Yeah. Right. So when Jesus tells us, watch, he's not just saying, Hey, look at this. Right. Say, wake up. Right. Mm-hmm. Be aware. Of what's happening. Or you'll miss it. And there's danger. Watch therefore. For you know not what hour the Lord doth come. So now he's saying. And he goes on later. And talks about how. If uh, someone says. Well my Lord delayeth his coming. So they kind of slack off. And say I've got some time. You know I've got this idea. That I can kind of cram for the exam. You know and I can. I can do what I want to do. You're not faithful. Yeah. Your values aren't the same. Right. Your values are I want what I want and then I still want to go to heaven. Amen. Right. That's who you are. Right. If you're saying I've got some time to play games with my soul and play games and, <laughs> and be nasty individual that and then you know if it, I'll tell you I've got an idea if I see the first I thing about the mark of the beast that I'm going to get right with God. I, Talk to those people already. Right, right. You know, I'm not ready to, to repent. I'm not ready to come to church and and be faithful in church. But I'll never, I'll never take that and I'll never do all this. You know what? That's that's not what being a Christian is about. Right. I'm going to live for me as long as I can. And right. something that I know gets us right up to the end. I am I'm, I'm, I don't want to be lost. I mean, I want to sin. Come on. I don't want to give any of my, my, my sins up, but I sure don't want to go to hell for it. So I'm kind of keeping my eyes open. That's that unfaithful servant. Watch, therefore, for you know not what hour the Lord your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known what watch the thief would come, he would have watched. Would have not suffered his house to be broken up. He's given an illustration of saying if you knew just exactly somehow you got wind of the fact that you were going to be broken into, you'd be ready. doesn't matter how late it would be. You'd be up and ready to say, hi. Right. Therefore, be also ready because you don't know. So you just be ready. You got your doors locked and whatever other ways of protection you might be uh, participating in. Hallelujah. Therefore, be also ready for in his hour that you think not, son of man, you're prepared. It's not just something you're going to. If I see the danger, then I'm going to change my values just to save my skin. No. Who then is a faithful and wise servant? Whom his Lord hath made ruler over his house. There it is again. You are faithful. So I've got a place for you in my kingdom as well. Who then is a faithful wise servant whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, so shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. You know what the most, what I see, let me put that, preface that. What I see is the most important word In these verses that I've read to you, it's something that is a common word that you can probably just pass right over. But right there at the end of verse 46 is the word doing. Who is a faithful and wise servant? He said the one that is faithful is the one that when I show up, oh, they they know what the devil's trying to do. They know about the battle. They know about the signs of the times. But you know what they're doing? Yes, (laughs) Doing, Yes, <laughs> they're doing. Right. When I see everything happening, when I see all the troubles and the trials and all the upheaval of our society, I want to keep doing. Yes. I want to be faithful. I want to do what God's called me to do. Amen. I want to be able to say, you know what? I don't know what tomorrow might hold, but I know the responsibilities God has given me. I see that God has put me in a stewardship. I want to be faithful. I want to be doing as excellent of a job as I can with what God has placed me, the place that God has placed me and do his will. Who's the faithful and wise servant? All this. World is just turned upside down, and all the problems of of, of Matthew twenty four that we read. And who's the one he's got his eye on? The one that's doing. Right. They haven't quit. They haven't given up. It's not been trouble free. It's not always been easy. They've been tested and tempted and tried. Amen. But you know what? If I come in an hour that they think not, and that's a promise. He said he would yep. in an hour when you think not. Yep. It doesn't say on your best day during prayer meeting. Yeah. <laughs> right. it, it says in an hour that you think not, I'm going to find you doing. Yep. Amen. Amen. It, it might be not be a church night. Right. Right. It, it might not be, praise God, when you're all just sitting around the table getting ready to pray before you eat. Right. Right. It, it might be on your worst day on the job. Right. Right. Amen. Amen. It might be when you're going through not just one piece of trouble, but so many other things are just piling up on you. But are you faithful? That's all he's saying. Are you doing what I've called you to do? Are you faithful? Because if you're faithful, it goes on into Matthew 25. I know you're familiar with this. Verse 21, the Lord said unto him, well done. What's so good about, about that one that's heard well done? Thou good and faithful servant, are you faithful? Say, well, I'm doing, I'm not talking bare minimum. Hello? Uh, Bare minimum is not faithful. You're putting your heart into all the things that God has given you as a steward. Amen. That you can hear, well done. You did well. You were faithful. I gave you this. You valued it. I gave you your family, I gave you your health, I gave you your place in in a church and in, in friends and family and all these things. Are you faithful? All right. Again, let me say this. It's not enough. I, I know people I know I know I'm saying something that that can be potentially uncomfortable, but hear what I'm saying and not not a, an emotional reaction. Because I know people can be very unfair. But the bottom line is a man or woman can proclaim their own goodness. And most will. Right. Most will say, you want to know if I'm faithful? Ask me. <laughs> Let me get some things squared away and then ask me. <laughs> but I'll tell you, by the end of the day, I'm going to be faithful. When I get through this. But it's different. It's different. You know, I, I heard a... a, a I was looking at, uh, we were at the tabernacle display over there in Lancaster. They have a life-size representation of the Hebrew tabernacle in the wilderness. And it used to be something pretty neat. It's kind of changed a little bit over the years. But I remember seeing a little film that they have there. And they're talking about some of the Christian community. And I and, uh, said, uh, one of the stories is that a man came up to a farmer and said, uh, so are you a Christian? And he said, I could say anything. Ask my neighbor. If you ask me if I'm faithful, it doesn't matter. But if if you got to ask this lady over here if I'm faithful, you got to ask a church family. Can we can we count on him? Can we rely on him? If things start getting tough, is he going to be the same? When when you start asking questions, that's what really matters. Uh, Like I said, I know people misjudged you. I'm not I'm not counting for that but truthfully if you can be be honest enough to say do people know that I I'm reliable I'm a friend I'm a I'm someone that can go to battle with them and right. and I can know no matter what we face that I can count on them right. Right. that no matter how difficult it gets I can rely on them right. to it, it's one thing to say it yeah. right. it's another thing to be faithful Jesus said The words are going to be well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. The faithful. The faithful. If I was to ask somebody today, just what do you think are the most valuable character traits, values of a child of God? Faithfulness might might get overlooked. But I'm telling you, this this is who we are. This is who God's called us to be. To take us out of a world of darkness and place us into his kingdom and love us and bless us. And enable us to be faithful with what he has given us. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I want to challenge you this morning. I want somebody here today say God fill me with your faithfulness God's faithfulness faithfulness is unquestionable See it in his word you see it in your life but to be a faithful friend like Jesus. I know. I know men and women in this church that have been here or have lived for God for years. You know and understand what it's like to have someone proclaim their own goodness. But true faithfulness. Truly someone that you count on to be everything they said they were going to be. Their values don't change because of good times, bad times, moods that they're in. What kind of pressure they're under. They just Oh, I'm not saying you're not always you're just always a happy, happy person. Sometimes you're sad, sometimes you're frustrated and angry, but your values and who you value and how you show that value there's stability there's faithfulness i've seen people sometimes just get so upset over things they're going through and i said don't don't run from your friends don't give up and run to the enemy's camp that doesn't make any sense the same energy, the same process you're taking to give up, to tear people down, to be unreasonable, could be taken the other way and you go to those that, that care about you and say, pray for me, help me, God, I need you more today. That's how the faithful face trials. Sadly, a lot of times, people say, well, the problems, they make the man, they make the woman. Most of the time, they just reveal. They just reveal, really, whether you're faithful or not. God help us today. We are living in these times, trouble on every hand, challenges all around us. Listen, it's not easy. Some days you, you need help. You need strength. That's why God is so good to have in your life because He's faithful. Can you yield yourself to Him and ask Him, Lord, help me to see myself in the mirror of Your Word. I want to be faithful. I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Come on, let's, let's all pray. God, is so good. My friends, I give all, myself all myself to you. To You stand. Here Here I am, Lord. you got to build that. It takes a consistency to have a reputation of faithfulness because faithfulness isn't something you are for a moment, for a week, or a month. Faithfulness is going to stand. The trials, the tests, the time. Oh, in Jesus' name, God, we love you, Lord. Here I am, Lord. It's not what you can proclaim. you got to be humble and be able to say, God, here I am. Put it in me, God. I give all myself to you. really really is needed the most when things are difficult when I'm going through a battle when I'm feeling like I'm being attacked on every side it's, it's the faithful friends that I know aren't pointing a finger but lending a hand that I know they're going to be there in the midst of my trial in the midst of my battle that I can count on that are so valuable God's looking for a people that he can entrust because they've been faithful in the least. Lord, I love you today. My prayer is, God, that I could be a faithful servant. My prayer is, Lord, that, Lord, men and women in these last days, these troubled, perilous times that we're living in would be faithful to you and to your kingdom, God. We love you to do all that we can, to be everything that we can be, God, for you, for your glory. God, you've entrusted us with so much. You've given us so much, and we are responsible, Lord, hallelujah, for what you have given. Lord, we love you. I ask you now to please keep us safe as we travel, God. Let your word just continue to feed us and lead us and direct us, purify us, God, and Keep us safe, Lord. Keep us in health and in safety. And Lord, just shine your light through each one of us. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you, church.